Okay, put your hand up if you would like to welcome more prosperity into your home for 2023. Yep, I can see those hands up, so let's dive in. I just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about Qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. Okay, let's dive in to what you can do to bring more prosperity into your home because I think we all need a piece of that, right? So I've got five very specific tips for you that I want to share. So are you ready? We're going to dive right in. So Chinese New Year in 2023 is happening on January 22nd. That's the lunar Chinese New Year, okay? So this is the time of celebrations, people coming together. It's the dragon dances. It's uh, lots of special food. And it's a very, very special time. And I love to celebrate it. Now, there's something you need to do, or some things, I should say, before then, though, to get ready. And it's the same as what I'm always preaching, which is to welcome something new in, you have to make space for it, okay? So 2022 was quite the year. I think we can all say that. And we dealt with a lot. So we need to kind of brush that away. So how do we do that? Well, tip number one, clean your house. Now this has to be before Chinese New Year. So not the day of, uh, uh, uh. you need to do this the week before. So. It's very inauspicious if you do do it at Chinese New Year. You have to do it before because you want to clear everything out so that new qi energy can come in and settle in your home. All right. So someone said, why can't I just clean my house afterwards? You know, have a big celebration with people over. It's probably going to be messy and clean it after. Well, technically, we view it as the qi, the new energy coming in at Chinese New Year. And if you then clean, like sweep, brush, wash, all those things that you do when you're cleaning your house, you're going to brush all the good energy away. We want the energy to settle. So the concept is you clean before Chinese New Year and then you don't clean for a few days. Yes, you wash up your coffee mug. Yes, you do some dishes, all those things, but you don't actually massively clean the house, okay? You want to, so before Chinese New Year, you want to clean your carpets if you can. You want to organize cupboards. You want to wash the windows. You want to clean the entrance to your home. Now that's actually probably the most important thing. I would put focus there. So if you're in a house, definitely put a lot of focus around your entrance. Give it a wash down, like literally the door stop, the door, clean the rugs, make sure there's no garbage by your front door, inside or out, just clean it away. And what I like to do actually, when I've done that, is I actually have a beautiful red Chinese banner, and you can find these any Chinese stores, which has the Fu Luck symbol on it and some other Chinese symbols, and I put it on my door. Now, there's a couple of reasons why we do that, and it's to do with um, tip number two, so I'll come back to that. But one of them is once the door is clean, I like to hang something bright and red there. Now, there's a story of old about the reason we would hang red things on front doors was to scare away bad energy. But let's put a positive focus on it. The red there is to welcome, to be exciting, and to welcome new energy in. So remember to clean your house before and don't clean it, I'm gonna say, for at least three days after CNY, which is Chinese New Year. All right, so preparation is key here. Now, tip number two, pay those bills. I know you can't necessarily pay off your mortgage and pay off your car loan, all those things. That's not really what I'm talking about. Those are, those are different. 
But if you have some outstanding bills, um, do your best to clear them before Chinese New Year. So let me share with you something I do. So my, um, uh, you know, I will look at any, you know, credit cards and things I've got. And even if they're not due on the date of Chinese New Year, I will pay them before. I pay them early. I clear it. It's very cathartic. And I've always done it for many, many years now. Because the idea is you enter the new year without debt. Now, you do this to the best of your ability. I know you may not be able to clear everything. So pick what you can and do what you can. But you want to start the new year with a clean financial slate to the best of your ability. Don't put yourself in debt to pay a bill. That's not going to work. So you have to be realistic and look at your situation. But if you can, pay those bills. Now, that's another reason why we often hang something red on the front door, these big red banners. It's actually to signify to other people that, hey, I'm ready. I've cleared my debts, I'm financially strong, I'm ready for the new year. So it's kind of a, you know, two things there, but the red on the front door is actually just a lot of fun. Now, the third thing you can do before Chinese New Year is to get a haircut, okay? Because you want to, I, th I believe the reason behind this one is to do with cutting off the dead, dead ends of your hair, cutting off dead things, cutting off things that no longer work for you or serve you. So getting a haircut is quite important. And I believe, um, if memory serves me correct, they don't want you to get a haircut after Chinese New Year. So definitely do this before. And if you can't for some reason, then wait at least a couple of weeks. Okay, wait a couple of weeks for sure and then do a haircut. But don't um, don't cut your hair cut your hair right after Chinese New Year. Again, it's all to do with um, growth and new growth, but it's easy to get a haircut. Okay, so go get one before the uh, the celebrations. Now, number four is to jazz up your wardrobe. The good thing about this one is it's quite easy to do because the January sales are on. Right, every store has something to sell. So what I do is I go buy myself something and it can be something quite simple. It can be socks even. It doesn't have to be a big expense. Often I buy myself a new Chinese um, top for my New Year talks and everything, but not always. So whatever you feel like. I often look for something red and gold or something quite, I'm going to say Asian, um, but that's because of me and it's the industry I work in and I'm partial to that. You don't have to do that. You buy something that fits you. But the biggest part here is to buy um, buy something, but not wear it before Chinese New Year. Okay, so buy it, take the tags off, prep it if you need to, wash it if you need to, but, but buy it, have it in your closet and wear it for the first time on Chinese New Year. That's the important part, okay? It's gotta be fresh. So enjoy that and don't break the bank. I want everyone to be careful with their money. There's lots of things you can find. And I would say red is my favorite, but you don't have to do red, okay? See how you feel. Now, the fifth tip, which is really interesting, and it's kind of before Chinese New Year, but you're actually gonna do this one at Chinese New Year. It's that famous red envelope, okay? It's a lovely tradition to be ready for. It's that of a gift to family members inside red envelopes. So it can be called the Hongbao in Mandarin and the Lacy in Cantonese. And these are small red envelopes, often decorated with gold symbols and intricate designs. And they're given by married people to younger family members. But you know, you may not be married, so I, I, I think I'm gonna pull that word out. They're given by elder members of the family to younger members of the family with some cash in there. So 
what I do is I get some crisp crisp banknotes um, that I go get the bank before and I put them in my envelope and I gift them to my children. Okay, now both of my children are adults, but they're unmarried, so it is a good thing for me to do for them. Um, if you don't have children, you can gift to younger friends, colleagues, co-workers. Um, I'm a very logical girl at heart and totally in favor of working with what you have at hand. So don't look at something as restrictive and say, oh, well, I can't do that because I'm not married, or I can't do that because I don't have a child. Find a different way. It's a lovely gesture, and I've been given them by friends, but usually they're older friends. The age part seems to be the stickler, I think is what I will use. It needs to go from an elder person to a younger person. Um, So my children do not give me red envelopes and they are not supposed to, but they could if they wanted to give red envelopes to their younger friends. But I think it's more family orientated and that's how I'd like to um, leave it with you to do that, okay? So one thing to note is when you do give the envelope or if you receive an envelope, it is considered impolite to open the envelope in front of the giver. And some traditions speak to waiting seven days before opening the envelope. I'm not sure if I've ever actually backed up that information. I don't know if it's completely true, Um, but I think not opening it in front of the giver is important. It's an envelope you accept graciously and you put away. Um, I, I know I've seen my children not wait seven days to open their envelope and it's okay, it's okay. So to close out this five tips there, really simple things you can do, right? Really simple things you can do. If we just cover it again, what are you gonna do? Number one, you're gonna clean your house. Number two, you're gonna pay those bills. Number three, you're gonna get a haircut. Number four, you're gonna jazz up your wardrobe for Chinese New Year on the 22nd. And number five, you're gonna gift some red envelopes to loved ones that are younger than you. So whatever traditions resonate with you, are the ones that you are wise to follow. I do all five of these things, have done for many years, and I love them and they're easy to do. And I do particularly love watching my children um, accept their red envelopes. It's just something I love to do. Now keep in mind, your children may not live in the same town as you. I actually have that. I have one child in town with me and one child not. So I have to wait until I see that other child the first time after Chinese New Year. Now I probably won't see him until February or March. So I will give him his red envelope then because you give the red envelopes the first time you see the person after Chinese New Year. So it's a very interesting situation, which makes it a fun gift later in the year. Um, All right, so there you go. You've got your five tips, super easy to do. Have fun with them and around Chinese New Year, around the 22nd, 23rd, and for a few days after, be with your friends, be with your family, share food. I mean, there are special foods you eat on Chinese New Year and you can find all that information online. So I'm not even going to even begin to touch it. But ultimately, just share food. I think breaking bread with people is one of the most loving things we can do. I love to sit with people and eat with them, share food. The conversations that come out are amazing and it means the world to me. So enjoy sharing Chinese New Year with your loved ones. And I wish you a wonderful and prosperous 2023.